0: Hello, everybody. This week, I have the beautiful Juliana James. Jules is a reflector, a business mentor, and inner guide that works with business energetics to help ex- entrepreneurs fully express the personality behind their brand. And today, we're going to talk about how she managed to do all of that while completing her marriage. Hi, Jane, uh, Jules. Thank you for being here. And uh. I can't wait to hear How you managed to do all this. I want to give our listeners a little bit of the backstory. I saw a post that you recently published where you talked about the truth of everything that we go through and how at the same time you were keeping your business afloat and thriving. So I would love for you to share the same things that you were able to share with your audience about how this process has affected you, the lessons that you learned and how you get to where you are today.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me and thank you for bringing light to this conversation because I feel like that has been a bit of an isolating and lonely topic for me because I don't see a lot of people speaking about it. And when you're growing a business and working hard to be marketing and serving your clients and showing up online and creating a separation with, you know, it's the father of my children. It's a partnership that was 16 years. So there's a lot that goes into that. And I I just haven't seen a lot of people speaking about it. So I felt very brave making that post. And I often have to uh, face myself when I go to talk about it. And so I'm just grateful. Uh, The process has been life altering to say the least. I think what happened was it's this like ripping apart of my identity because the identity of the wife and even the full-time mom, like the soccer mom, you know, I was at Costco on the weekends and I was tending my children and I was managing our schedule and our finances and there was a partnership, right? And for that to dismantle and to walk towards a single life has been such a shocking difference because now I'm out on the party scene because I'm still, you know, I'm having fun and I'm trying to heal. So there's been a lot of mm, places where I've, I've tried to give myself grace and I've said, it's okay to go play and be silly and it's okay to get wild and it's okay to flirt with boys. (laughs) and It's okay to, you know, uh, walk away from some of the things that you were before, but the grieving of that has been incredibly difficult. And to do that while growing a business has been one of the most challenging things I've gone through, I think.
0: You said the thing that I tell everyone when they talk about, oh, divorce is one of those things that they talk is just as bad as losing your job, losing a loved one or moving. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's the three of them combined because you lose financial security. You most likely have to move and you lose a loved one, someone that maybe at the moment you don't love. But you used to love so going through all of that it's already a whole lot of emotions dealing with that while at the same time you're feeling the excitement that sort of duplicity of yes yeah, something is ending but something is birthing and i'm so happy that you were able to find that permission and that's one question that i want to ask you when you were saying you know i, I, was, I gave myself permission to go into those exciting places Were you able to manage that on your own or did you find inspiration? Did you borrow a belief from someone else or was that that an innate desire within you?
1: It was an innate desire. I had a desire to be playful again. I started to remember the places um, that made me feel most alive before my partnership. And I was 21 when I entered that partnership. I was very young. So in some ways I reverted back to being 21 because that relationship, you know, started and it was very intense right from the beginning. And then we ended, we were having children and then it was full blown, you know, playing house. So I gave myself permission to become the person that I was before the relationship with the most joy. And at that time, my friendships were very rich. I had a lot of really close girlfriends. I was out, you know, having fun. I was getting dressed up. I was taking care of my myself and my body. You know, I was 21, so I probably wasn't working out a lot. I was drinking a whole lot more back then. But now I I gave myself permission to, you know, work on my body and feel sexy again. These things that I hadn't felt in my partnership for many years, because much to my own demise in the relationship, and I take accountability for that, I became complacent and very comfortable. And so it was a lot of like, you know, the the ripped up sweatpants and PJs. <laughs> and it wasn't a lot of like, feeling super good in my body. And so yeah, I gave myself permission.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that you did that. And I really wanted to point that out to the people who are listening to us that are looking out and I'm a Firm proponent of looking for professional help to guide you through this process. But I love also letting people know that you have those resources inside of you, that you have those innate desires. And sometimes you don't need anyone else. You just need to hear the story of a woman like you that said, I gave myself permission. That to me is self-love. And I commend you for having found your path to that. I also want to ask you. So when you were talking about grieving and maintaining a business. I find with my clients, that's the hardest of all the emotions to deal with. We usually deal with five big emotions in divorce and grief is the one that everybody's so afraid of because it seems the most debilitating, the one that will not let you perform all the other activities in your day. So when you were talking about how divorce affected your, um, almost affected your business, was grieving one of those emotions that was the most difficult to handle while keeping your business?
1: Yes. And I also gave myself permission to grieve. So the way that I work grief is I made the intentional decision to feel it all. I chose that I was going to, and I have a, a very, you know, my statement, my mantra, what I bring to my clients, what I bring to my life is exile, nothing exile, nothing. If, as soon as you exile a part of yourself, it starts to First, whisper to you, I'm sad, I'm sad. And then it will start to yell. I'm really sad. And then it will start to scream. And that's where your body starts to get injured and your body starts to fall apart and you start to not be able to get out of bed. And so I recognized that the grief was so heavy and I let myself feel it. I would get in the car. My parents live, my mom lives three and a half hours away. And so I would get in the car. I didn't play any music and I would wail, we're not talking about just a little bit of crying, you know, the cute cry that you might put in a reel. <laughs> you know, none of that. We're talking disgusting, snot all over my face. Screaming from my uterus, like really wailing and going. And if my poor phone was, you know, our phones are always recording us, I'm sure. I don't know. But my poor phone was probably like, What's happening? Is somebody being murdered? Because I would scream, No, like I would really let it go. I let the anger come out, the rage, the fear, the pain. And I just, I feel it all. And I'm still there now. We're a year and a half out. Today, I drove to the gym just this morning. I sat in the parking lot and I said, where do I feel this in my body? And what is it trying to tell me? And I could feel it in the left side of my stomach. It went right up to my throat. And I said, the sensation is warm. The sensation makes me feel like I'm going to cry. I'm so sad. And then I just say it to myself over and over again. I'm really sad. I'm not affirming it to the universe. I'm not asking for more of it, but I'm allowing it to be what it is. And I'm allowing it to feel. And then I ask myself, if it got bigger, what would that feel like? And then I let it get bigger inside me and it fills up my whole car. And I go, okay, I welcome you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing me that I'm alive. And then sometimes I swear at it and sometimes I get upset and, I, and then I go on. And then I went into the gym and I put on very loud music and I crushed a booty workout. And that's just <laughs> how it goes sometimes. But I agreed to exile nothing.
0: For everyone listening, she just described one of the steps that we teach our students of the holistic divorce coaching, which is the step of feel your feelings. That was a beautiful description of how you said it. We sometimes even allow people we suggest to people that they set a time, like literally set a time for a crying session, for an angry session. It's just a matter of moving the energy. We've we've given so much bloody meaning to emotions. And emotions sometimes they just need to wash over us. And what you just did the actual physical somatic description, the giving it identity as in, how does it feel? How big is it? How, and, and sort of detach it from your, from your identity. It's just your body feeling something. We don't get upset when we start sweating because we're in the sauna. Well, this is a similar exercise. Our, our emotional body is going through a lot and those emotions just have to run through. So I have to ask you, Jules, where have you learned all of this? Because you are like, the embodiment of all those lessons really, I don't know if it was your divorce that helped you cement all that, but where, where have you learned to deal with the management of your emotions?
1: From a, a really young age, I was kind of a see- I called myself a seeker. I was looking for God in every place. Like I left home very young and I traveled the world. I, I went to Asia and I lived there. My mom is Brazilian, so I didn't want to go to Brazil. You know, I wanted to just get away and go somewhere you know, different. So I went to Asia. I remember sitting on a beach and I looked up at the beautiful sky. It was gorgeous sky. And I said, what's wrong with me? This is pre, I was with my partner at the time, but we weren't, you know, married. We weren't, we didn't have children at the time. And I said, what is wrong with me? And I, I heard, you know, heard felt in my body, God say, nothing's wrong with you sit and be still be still. And so I've carried that through my entire life. I searched for meaning and uh, I sought for, for what God or consciousness in all things. I became a yoga instructor. I felt my body for the first time. And yes, I have a history of trauma. So the gift of having a history of childhood adversity and trauma is that it prompted me to go on that search. And so a lot of people, I think there's this energy of like, you know, but why did this happen to me in childhood? And no child deserves that. And I I believe that. And I don't believe that everything happens for a reason, but I believe that I catalyzed the information that I received as a child, and I made it mean something beautiful. And then I became what I needed to be in order to thrive. And that has been the process of my life. And now I feel like it's not always easy, but I'm living free, because I allow myself to be in my body. And the difficulty is facing that life isn't going to be amazing all the time. Sometimes it's terrible and beautiful all at once. And so choosing to exile nothing and letting that be my mantra for how I live and how I teach people how to run their business has allowed me to heal. And then I intuitively just do it. I intuitively know when I need to, you know, dance it out or cry it out or look at myself in the mirror and say, I love you and i'll share this with you it's a little you know it's a little off, off track but it was something beautiful i did i realized that i really wanted to call in intimacy and i don't know what that's going to look like in the future in a relationship with another man but i knew that i needed to be that for myself first so the other day i closed the doors i lit some candles i got out like this beautiful body oil i took off all my clothes I danced around my room with sensual music. I took two hours to oil my body, to stare at myself in the mirror and to say, I love you. I love you. I touched my arms and said, I love you. My legs, even you know, my cellulite, my, my butt and parts of myself that I don't love. I said, I love you. And then as I do that, what I'm doing is welcoming in the intimacy that I desire and that I'm worthy of so that one day somebody else can also be in the position to love me correctly.
0: And what you just described, I'm beginning to believe that it's like a ritual that divorced women share, because I think that I've heard it from so many women, I do it myself. I think that once we've gone from that ego death where we don't know who we are anymore, finding our way back to ourselves and having all that time to explore. Like, you know, I, I remember thinking like, I couldn't be doing this kind of shit if I had my children and my husband next door, you know? But when you go through those times, when you have the beautiful short custody and you have time for yourself and you start really loving yourself and doing things that maybe our society judges us, you're weird. But the reality is like, why is this weird? But downing 50 shots of tequila in a loud bar isn't. Like, I mean, I'd rather do the other option. And I find more and more women have access to that because they divorce, because they now have that space, because they they get to reinvent themselves. So are there some other gifts and lessons and blessings that you feel you have found through your divorce? Because we can talk all about the pain, but I also love to tell people about there is a beautiful side after.
1: Yeah. I mean, dating has been just a wild journey. Like I decided to just jump right in. I didn't even, I I have clients that are also in similar positions that are like, I'm afraid. And I, was afraid. Of course I'm afraid, but I do everything afraid. So I don't, okay, fine. I'm afraid and I'm still going to do it. And so I did. And I went on lots of dates and I recognized my attachment style in my relationship with my previous spouse. I was uh, quite avoidant because he's more anxious. But what I've realized is as I'm dating in the new pool, I am more anxious because I am desperate to have somebody, you know, think I'm special. And then that helped to illuminate a lot of the wounds that I wasn't even aware of. I didn't know that I had wounds of rejection and abandonment, and that I was going to uh, image manage or perform somebody in front of me. And then all of a sudden I could feel myself doing it. And it was such an experiment because I was like, who is this person? Who's this anxious person? And then it allowed me the opportunity to have a lot of self-exploration, lots of journaling, lots of processing of what was that about? What did you see in that person that made you feel this way? And then the other side of it too, is that I'm meeting other men that have a lot of gifts that my spouse did not have. And I'm recognizing what my body deeply needed. Like I crave stability and I crave containment and somebody to be the strong man in a situation where my husband was very emotional and very artistic and he let me have the power. And what I recognized was that was a lot of weight to carry for for me because I was carrying so much. I was carrying the home and the kids and, and him, I was treating him like a child. And no wonder, eventually, as I evolved in my emotional capacity, I said, this doesn't work for me any longer. I need you to be the man. You have to be the king, I'm the queen please. And he didn't have the capacity. And I love him with all of my heart, but he needed this in order for him to grow into the person that he's going to become. And so recognizing now when I date an alpha man, when I'm in the room with a very powerful man, how I embody and how I soften and how I feel safe. And it's just a wild and exciting journey. And it's like, oh,
0: there's nothing more fun. It's so fun. Oh my gosh. I love that you just shared that because it's another huge fear that I'm like, girls, please go out there and try it. It's so fun. And yeah, some dates are a shit show. And they're a really good story to tell everyone. But I do know every divorced woman that started dating, they develop a radiance. They develop like a confidence. They develop like, yeah, they like you said, they were all afraid. We were all afraid. Like, you know, after you've had sex with the same first person for 15 years, you're not like, hey, just go and see what's out there. You're like, oh my God, do I even know how to do this? But I love that you share how, this is a reality like then you go out there and you get to explore parts of you that you didn't even know that they were there anymore because once we put all those other roles of mom and you know the one that takes the kids to school and the bus and the one that manages the finances all of that sort of vanishes but it's still there and I love that you were able to access it and another thing that I want to sort of expand her story to everyone else is I am a firm believer, and I work in a lot of um, spiritual uh, environments, and there is a renaissance of the feminine energy in women. And there is a lot of women that are finding that they were attracted to more feminine men. And by feminine, I mean, I mean that they were in their feminine energy, so they were very emotional, very, very nurturing, very supportive, but they were an alpha. And we went for that because it was stable. It was, it was what we needed at that time. To deal with our own you know we, we had to be more masculine we i mean people don't realize this but being a mother is a very masculine energy you have to get people doing shit all the time so we did that for a stage of our life where we needed to build together but then as women evolve our own feminine energy starts sort of n- nudging like hey i need more space i need this masculine energy to go and I've, I've, this was the exact same experience with myself. I asked my husband, can we please reverse roles? I cannot keep on carrying all the weight because I need to go into my feminine flow. And same thing, an incredible man that wasn't capable of doing that because he doesn't run that energy. So if you in your own lives start seeing yourself like, there is nothing wrong with him, but I just want something different. And I'm attracted to this kind of different energy. And I think that a lot of women are moving more towards that, towards the, the man that can provide, take care from a very masculine energetic place again know that there is nothing wrong with you because I don't know about you but I think that we all go through that story of why can't I just stay in this this is not so bad they don't beat me up mm. right <laughs> like we just find the excuse to say I am the problem it's not them and I want to again give you all permission to know that it, there's nothing wrong it's just the normal evolution and the way that women are rising and our feminine energy is just Getting so much more powerful that we can live in the masculine all the time.
1: It's a lot to carry. It's a lot of burden. It's a lot of heaviness. And I think what I also had to receive was this idea of surrender and of like allowing life to flow through me. So I actually came to a recognition that I wasn't going to be able to hit the success that I wanted to in my business if I continued in that relationship because I was working too hard. And I actually had to stop working so hard in order to receive. And so now when a man chooses to show up for me, even friends, I went out with friends on the weekend and we went for dinner. And after dinner, I kind of reached for my purse and he said, absolutely not. And I said, thank you. Thank you. And I'm just open to receive. And some days I teach my clients, like you can, maybe you don't think that you're worthy yet of receiving, you know, a million dollars in your business, but perhaps you can adjust your mind frame to receive a coffee from somebody today. And what does that feel like? And can you allow your body to soften into that receiving? Can you allow yourself to be a, a portal for that energy to flow towards you? And then there's this like, almost an awakening where you go like, whoa, how good can life get? And then my pleasure had a lot to do with that too. My body, just understanding that we were having very, you know, robotic kind of filling the gaps of this, uh, of sexuality back with my partner. We weren't exploring anymore. We weren't feeling. And so now that's a big part of my life is I really spend time trying to understand, well, what, what is it that I want and emotional and, Uh, nervous system regulation. I notice that I'm extremely nervous around certain energies with men. You said some, some dates are a hot mess and they're fun to tell your friends about. And that's true. And then other dates I've recognized, Oh, I'm kind of like, I like the chaos of the toxic man. I kind of like it. I like how they treat me. Like I like that it's inconsistent oh, well, what is that saying to my own inner child? What am, I, what am I lacking? And what am I not addressing within me that would allow me to go to somebody like that? So this has been the biggest lessons you know, of my entire life and recognizing that I think the relationships actually after my spouse were almost more impactful for me because I learned so much more. With him, 16 years, I tried it all. Like I knew that I knew that I knew that it was done. But in these new relationships, there's a lot of uncertainty. And so there's a lot of self-exploration. So if anybody is resisting dating, I would say, go for it. You don't have to sleep with them. You don't have to commit to them, but go on a date, go and feel what you feel there and go home and cry after, or have a glass of wine or a shower, whatever you need to do in order to let it go, but exile, nothing show up.
0: Yeah. And, and even what you said, like, you don't have to sleep with them. Like a lot of my women are terrified of, but what if I don't like him? What if he's not the same as in the picture? And I said, you tell him, thank you very much. That was a delightful dinner. I will not see you again. Exercising that power of, no, I don't want this. We we're done with a good girl that will say yes to everything. But again, there is a fear that we feel. And if you get to practice it on dates, like, come on, what are you going to do when you're like, I need to ask my boss for a raise and I'm not going to take no for an no. For an answer, because now I know how to exercise my power. Like I, I feel that divorce is a superpower. It's a really painful initiation. I never ever tell people like, yeah, hallelujah, you know, let's go and have fun with a divorce. It's it's like, like I said, it's just everything just gets twisted. You get emotionally drunk, and for a minute there, you really wonder whether you're upside down or what what is up, where is down. But if you do it right, I think that the lessons and all the gifts and all the blessings that you've been talking about are so juicy and are so nourishing, especially for a woman. I have talked to male clients that don't understand anything that we just described. For them it's like, well, do I really need to do that? I mean, I'm fine, just give me, it's a different different energy. And we have to honor who we are. We came to this lifetime in a female body and the female energy wants to run through us. So one last question that I have about your divorce and how you were saying now with my business, I'm more able to receive, I am curious then. So once you went through the turmoil and the uncertainty, has your business actually now up level? Have you seen like, oh, I I have more control. I have more um, understanding, more clarity. You know, what's happened is I have more perspective of what's
1: what's not for me is not for me. So I'm really okay with people going. I've been pushing the bar on my expression in a way that says, it's really okay with me if I'm not for you. That has been the biggest reclamation. Yeah, money goes up, you know you know how it goes in business when you own your own business there are it's feast and famine so we have amazing months and then other months it goes down but what i've stopped doing is making that mean anything about me just like in dating they're the same if i was to go on a date and i really like someone and they don't call me back i can't make that mean anything about me that's not about me that's about their choices of what they desire my choice has to be about I know who I am. There's a sovereignty in that. And that's why it's beautiful. Do we go, are we going to, we're not going to go evangelize divorce and say everybody should do it, but there is a lot of beauty that comes from it. If you allow yourself to surrender to the entire range of emotions. And so with my business, I have a lot more understanding of what it is that I want, how I'm going to get it and how I deal with it when it doesn't you know, go exactly as planned. And yes, our business is for sure that we hit project every month. And, uh, it's a beauty that we've gotten to this place because we continue to increase and, uh, it's been lovely, but I wouldn't say that's because of the divorce. That's because of all of the work that we've put into it. You know, um, the divorce has helped me with my expression and who I am and desiring for creating safe space for other people to feel the full range of their emotions.
0: Totally. I think that we, besides, you know, the financial uh, rewards, which is why I was saying, like, have you found more clarity, more control? Do you know where you're going? I think that it clarifies our personality. Like for me, that's what I, what I found out. It was like, I knew what I wanted to do and I knew what I didn't want to do. And I wasn't going to go with what I didn't want to do. Because if I had been able to break away from a wonderful marriage, just because I wanted better and I wanted bigger, I wasn't going to do that in any other area of my life. So, like you said i completely agree and i've always said i'm not pro-divorce i'm not pro-marriage i'm pro-happy people but i do want people to hear that there is that positive side because we've had so many stories about how destructive how is the worst thing that can happen to you that i want people to know actually you can go through it you can learn through it and then your 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 life will not fall apart like you may even get even more abundance just flowing towards you
1: yeah, and if there's anybody, any especially women, I, I help mostly women, and if there's women that are considering the idea, because I think a lot of women go through this idea, this place of, I haven't worked for a period of time, and maybe they get a settlement, they get a certain amount of money, and they're sitting with that money, but they don't have a job. And they're going, well, what do I do now? Because you know that 200000 or 500000 or however much it is, isn't going to last. So what do I do? This is what I teach people to do. I teach you to take your experiences, your education, and yourself, what you desire in the world to make your own business. And that has been so empowering because I never had to ask my boss for a day off so that I could go cry in the shower all day. I'm my own boss. So I choose. So today I went to, I dropped my kids off went to the dog park, went to the gym, had a cry in the parking lot, and now I'm here with you. So that's my life, right? And I make an income for myself, and I chose that I was never going to make my partner suffer at my expense. I chose to leave. And so I actually don't even take child support. I wanted him to keep his money. I know that that's um, everybody has a difference of opinion and that's okay for anybody else's situation is theirs. I feel good about making my own income and I feel really good about supporting my family in a way that we're both going to thrive. I didn't want him to sacrifice parts of himself for me. And I certainly don't want to for him. So we made an agreement that we were never going to go after each other for money and that we were going to put it all into the kids. So that's what we do. And I feel very empowered to run the business that I do, to teach other women how to run business, to teach them how to love themselves as they express. It's truly the biggest gift I could have offered myself was entrepreneurship. So it's been, yes, one of the hardest things, but also the biggest rewards you know that i could have had
0: 100 i i say that the online business is the most feminine kind of business that we could have because it allows us to flow and especially you know anything that is coaching that is you get to choose your schedule you get to choose who you want to work with so i couldn't agree more for people that want to work with you for those who are like yes please help me bring my gifts how can they find you and what it is that you can do with them
1: yeah, so uh, you can find me on Instagram mostly uh, at Miss Juliana James. So MS Juliana James, only one N. Uh, and I run a program called The Vision, where we take you into yourself to better understand who you are. We use human design and gene keys as a tool. We also create a deep community. So there's lots of uh, women in there that are vulnerably sharing in a container where you feel safe to explore. And we meet every week and we have a curriculum where we teach you the inner work. So lots of excavation, we call it. So that's the deep dive into some of the wounds and the inner child work that has been, you know, maybe something that you haven't addressed because you might not know why is it that I feel unworthy? Well, there's an original incident that happened and it's not because of shame, blame or guilt, but we go into those original incidences. we hold you there And we help you to address that inner child so that when you're creating your business, you can say, ah, I remember this, this rejection, this is where it's from. And you go in, you know, you have this tool belt that you continue to increase. So that's what we teach you. And then we also teach you, you know, the practicality of running a business on Instagram. 100% of my income comes from Instagram. And so that's, you know, something kind of strange. Even my parents are like, what? You get paid from social media? And I'm like, yeah, that's where my clients come from. So I teach you how to do the same, how to market, how to, you know, go through life and still show up using your gifts and we have people from all walks of life from artists to uh, we have a psychologist in the group and there's so many different you know ranges of entrepreneurs uh, and that's called the vision and then we run other workshops as well and um, and we have one-on-one mentorship we only take it by application and I only take three Every six months. So that one is a bit more intimate. You get one on one time with myself and my business partner. So lots of ways you can work with me if you just come over and have a chat with me on Instagram.
0: I'll put everything on the show notes because everyone, you gotta go and check her out. And even this conversation, I'm usually not very impressed by people, but you just laid a whole curriculum interspersed with your stories, like you actually embody what you teach and you gave us all those exercises, examples of how to emotionally manage your, your life and what's going on. So I think that any woman that works with you is blessed. And I'm so happy that you took this path, answered the call and you are helping this make a better world. So thank you so much for that. And I have the last two questions. The first question is, where do you see your next great chapter?
1: Oh that's such a beautiful question it kind of makes me emotional. Ooh. Sorry. Ooh. Mhm. This is beautiful. I can see that I'm walking towards the the most amazing stage of my life of being an engaged and connected mom and really seeing my children for who they are and like letting them be, loving my ex-spouse to the best of my ability and helping him to become who he needs to be, supporting him. I've told him, I'll always have your back no matter what. And we've put each other through hell. It was a very difficult relationship, (laughs) but saying to him, I've got your back. And then I think what I'm walking towards is, is love and abundance. I think I'm walking towards the best that God has to offer me. I know that the best is yet to come. It's like right in front of me. And it brings up a lot of emotion because it's so beautiful and I can feel it all.
0: And this is how it's done, my friends. You feel it, you let it out. I, I swear, I love seeing people cry. It's like my porn. It's like, I'm so happy. It's such a release. And I'm like, please do it. I, I really want women to stop apologizing when we start crying. Just, just be like, hey, can you witness this? And, and I think that more and more of us are becoming aware of, yeah, of course, cry, laugh, whatever you need to do. So that was beautiful. Thank you for showing us how it's oh. And then where do you see the world's next great chapter?
1: Oh, I think that the world's next great chapter is in, service to humanity so no longer is the the era of the guru of this person knows better than everybody else I don't think that's what it is I think we're walking towards uh, a system of trade where I show up in my heart and there's reciprocity so you give to me I give to you and that's where I believe humanity is going is this idea of like giving and taking and moving together like a dance And I really feel this new exchange of energy that is different than I've seen before. Before it was very bro marketing, very like, come to me and talk about the objections. And I don't think it's like that anymore, even in business. I think it's how can my heart serve your heart? And how can I see you and also show you that I'm imperfect? I'm a hot mess express, okay? And that still doesn't take away my ability to guide you. And do you want to come with me? And that's the evolution, I think, in where the world is going.
0: Mm, and I feel that a lot of us have a struggle, and I'll, I'll speak personally, for that role of being the guide when you're like, yeah, I don't know if I got my life figured out. I mean, like, I'm, I don't know. I'm just figuring it out, which we all are, even the ones that say, I got it figured out and this is the course that I want to sell you on. But I love that more and more people are just saying, listen, I can be your guide. I can be your witness. I can be your reflector we can just help each other. That's what all we're doing. Who is it Ramdas or someone that says we're all walking each other home and and feel the same power that is being unleashed now. By I think that the internet has just connected us to those people that can be our guides, can be our accountability partners. And and I honor you because I feel that you're one of those strong ones that are leading the way. So thank you, Jules. Thank you so much for being here today. And uh, is there anything else that you want to share with us before we leave?
1: I'm just so grateful to be here. And I'm so you know, I want to say to everybody that's going through this, I know, I know that it feels like everything's getting ripped apart. And there's going to be times where you like are free and having a great time. And that can very quickly change to, oh, my God, like, will I survive this? Will I survive this? And you ask yourself that question. And I just want you to know that it gets better, it gets better. And the best is yet to come. It's, it's really yet to come. And to exile nothing, exile nothing.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave you with that because it's beautiful. Excel nothing. Thank you so much, Jules. And to everyone else, I'll see you next week. Aloha. Hey, if you're passionate about helping others move to the next chapter and want to join one of the fastest growing industries, I would like to invite you to my upcoming training to become a certified holistic divorce coach. Just head over to olganadult.com and click on the Holistic Divorce Institute tab. I can't wait to meet you inside the program.